Get in zone. AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? Brakes? We can save you 15% on that. We have OE quality Duralask brake pads and rotors in stock, ready for pickup or delivery. We also have calipers, brake fluid, tools, and anything else you'll need to do the job right. When you get Duralast pads and rotors together, you'll save 15%. It's just part of what makes us America's number one brakes destination. So I'm a father of what? I gotta find a babysitter. I found care.com and I was blown away. Through the platform, I was able to find local and experienced candidates along with their reviews and rates, which were way more affordable than I anticipated. Care.com really put me at ease knowing that they were all required to go through a background check. If you're like me and you need to find someone reliable for your childcare necessities, check out care.com. Find the ideal sitters for your childcare needs. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. This is Sports Grid. Get on the grid. In the end zone, it is caught for the win. With a walk-off touchdown. Pro football. we go pro football rewind right here on the grid i am kevin walsh filling in for matt striker and i'm joined by davis maddock and davis we had two great games today uh to break down as well as two great games from yesterday uh and then we have the ability to preview what will be on deck for uh, next weekend i'm you you know I'm used to doing this show, Davis, where we've got like 15 games to get through. Uh, you're, you're rushing through them. I'm like, hey, anything on the Bengals? All right, cool. We're moving on. Uh, we've got a lot of time here to really dive into these football games. And honestly, I would say all four delivered, all four one-possession games. Yeah, all four delivered. They were, I, I would say this was a very good weekend of football. Wasn't really a great weekend for fantasy football, you know, playing contests on FanDuel and DraftKings, mm. playing in some of the high stakes, you know, postseason leagues and stuff like that. Uh, I, I would actually say it was a pretty brutal weekend for that. We had some mm-hmm. in-game injuries and, fantasy, you know, some fantasy studs really did not come into play. Others, of course, smashed. But, yeah, it's, it should be, this should be, a you know, a good a good time to really dig into what happened in these games. Yeah, and we're going to have the ability to expand on all of this stuff in depth, but because the Eagles game just came to a close, I want to ask you about one of you know the big stories that comes out of uh, that game, and it's obviously the Wentz injury, the clowny hit, uh, and just kind of how you saw that uh, play out. You know, we were doing the in-game live show, and you know we were a bit far. We didn't realize it when it happened, but every single replay I saw, uh, I. You know, and you know I'm an Eagles fan. I, I'm still fuming at the idea that that was not a penalty, and Clowney played the entire football game. Oh, it's definitely a penalty. That is a penalty. You got it. You got to throw the flag on that. But I mean, honestly, so Kevin, you're an Eagles fan. Mm-hmm. You you guys get that penalty 
And sure, you you get the penalty. The 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 just the will was done. The right thing was done. Mm-hmm. You still you're still not winning the game, and it sucks. Mm-hmm. Like that as like I I feel for you if the if the Cowboys had won that Week 16 game against the Eagles, mm-hmm. been in the same position. Dak Prescott takes a hit, gets knocked out, and we have to throw freaking Cooper Rush in there, <laughs> and we get blown out by the Seahawks. Like you're like I'm gonna be mad too, I, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna be like you know you got it like. There's just no way for the NFL to actually punish and mm-hmm. and make right what happens when you lose your starting quarterback. No, and and, the, and I'll tell you what, Davis, and, and I mean you know this right with being a Cowboy fan, being in the division. The the frustrating thing with Wentz, and to me this is different, and I and I I hope that you're not on the side of people that are calling him soft and injury prone. Like there's injury prone, and then there's no, Davion no, no, Clowney no, no. putting when, a helmet in the back of no. your head. Yeah, no, Carson Wentz is not injury prone. I mean, he's the injuries he's suffered have been of the like the traumatic. There's nothing you can do about that kind of thing. It, it's very different from the you know the hamstring strain, the the uh, the the ankle roll, right? Like mm-hmm. those are the kinds of things where you just get annoyed when guys can't play. But what what do you want Wentz to do? You want him to to just be Superman and not <laughs> be able to get concussed right. when he gets helmeted to helmet? Like there's just nothing he can do about that play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I. I... I totally agree. And, like, that to me is where the frustration, like, it, it multiplies, right, Davis? Like, I'm sure there's times where you're watching, like, Cowboys games and you see somebody just say something that is so uninformed, out of left field about, you know, Dak or Zeke, whatever it may be, and you're like, Why, how do you even have the courage to tweet that out? Well, no, I mean, you, you get that a lot. Uh, it's, I mean, being a Dallas fan, because like Dallas is, they're a public team. So mm-hmm. like, you know, you have people from California are fans of Dallas, like just everyone all over the world is Cowboys fans. Mm-hmm. So as you include more people in the fan base, you get you get dumber and dumber people <laughs> who are willing to say their uh, their opinion about the team. And you, you kind of get that thing with Philly fans, but it becomes from like Philadelphia media is just like very famously like they, they just get the knives out anytime the mm-hmm. team start losing losing basically so you do see that a lot with the Eagles teams and I mean it just it is one of those things I do think that the Seahawks were the better team I I think that Mm -hmm. the the team that played the better game won but I bet if you play this game 10 times and Wentz doesn't get hurt in any of those the Eagles probably win four of those times so knocking him out of this game I mean it basically just it just kind of ended the game right there yeah, hundred percent. The other thing is, and because you know this first segment here is a bit shorter, then we're going to really be able to dive into these football games. The one thing that pops out to me, and part of it is right, we're on the back of college football bowl season, and there's like fifty freaking games. Not a single one of them gets to overtime, and then we somehow show up here wild card weekend. We've got two games that go to overtime. Again, all of them one possession football games, and I'm curious if if you watch. This, you know, this round, and now you look at kind of the look-ahead lines for next week, do you think that we are set up for a 2020 NFL playoff run that is going to actually feature a ton of close games or maybe things kind of revert back and we actually might have a lot of blowouts on our hands next week, just kind of as a whole? Well, I thought we were going to have a blowout for sure with one of these games. I thought the Saints were just going to, you know, pretty – I. Like, I I thought that the Vikings would end up covering in the second half, but I was pretty much ready for, like, a 14-0 Saints lead in the first quarter. Like, I was ready for them Mm -hmm. to just be all over the Vikings, and it uh, it didn't happen. I think what you're you're seeing in the comparison from the bowl game to the NFL is, 
there just are not big talent discrepancies amongst these teams anymore. You know, with teams mm. like the Patriots, they don't have any good players left. So they're <laughs> they are good coach. They're they are well coached, but they don't have any good players. The Titans have a bunch of good players, even if they're not that spectacularly coached. There you go. You meet in the middle. Uh, the huh. Bills, you know, very they have the same thing. They have this quarterback who like just who knows what's going on in Josh Allen's head. Watson <laughs> has a horrible coach. So. <laughs> Two teams that are uh, bad coaches and they just meet in the middle. I think a lot of it comes to the talent being pretty even and most of the coaches making really bad decisions. I tell you what, something you just alluded to right there. Josh Allen is like he's electric, like literally any single outcome you could draw up is plausible when he has the football. Like the other I mean, we're watching that game man. that's gonna be the first game we get into when we get back from the break. But like that is like him. Picking up 20 on the ground, you're like, man, he's one of, like, five dudes that can do that, running confident, not sliding, and then just flips it over his head. And I think it was Dawson Knox who knocked out. I was like, are you – is this real? Like, what are you doing? Yeah, I mean, I I do not have I do not have a good explanation on what is going through at Josh Allen's head mm-hmm. at uh you know at, at any given time of the year like or, or any given time of the of the day because like it just seems like when he is on the football field literally anything can happen. Yeah, uh, absolutely. So that's gonna be the first game uh, that we will pop into, and we can even start doing it a little bit here. It goes to overtime. The Bills, I mean, they blow a sixteen nothing lead. So that's obviously, like, it was complete heartache. Like, you, you think about it, right, Davis? The spread was spot on. It, you know, if you look at all the other games, the, you know, the Saints spread was nowhere close in terms of where it finished. The Titans wasn't close. That was a double-digit miss. Uh, even the Seahawks, considering it closed at one, that was close to a double-digit miss. This thing was bang on. I think it opened at three and a half. It comes all the way, you know, to three. Then it gets down to two and a half because people, you know, were pretty confident in Buffalo, and it became a spot where, you know, maybe if you bet it early enough, you could have pregame middle. But you know, this game was uh, was pretty spot on. Even the total was uh, was was right right there. It was one of those special games where if you're playing six point teasers, any combo that you put in from this football game was a cash. We're gonna take a quick break here uh, on Pro Football Rewind. We get back, we start to dive into the wild card round matchups, and first on deck will be Buffalo and Houston. Keep it here with us on the grid. Pro Football Rewind rolls on. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even to That's my, my game. That's my game, 
Hey guys, Mario Lopez here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit biotoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep experts. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. All right, back right here on Pro Football Rewind. And as promised, we are going to now start to break into uh, the results of these wild card games. And we're starting with the Bills and the Texans. Uh, and Davis, uh, this game delivered, man. It, it was, I mean, really, all in all, maybe the game of the season. But then again, like all of these games, like you know, we've said, we're pretty special. Let's start from the Texans side. Actually, no, we're going to start with the Buffalo side since they're since they're the ones who are eliminated. Josh Allen, nine carries for 92 yards, 24 of 46 passing for 264 yards. Had a receiving touchdown in this game. How do you judge this performance from Josh Allen in his postseason debut in terms of long-term success for this Buffalo team as well as a fantasy player? I just, I just, I don't have the tools, man. I, I do not have the tools <laughs> to look at Josh Allen and tell you exactly what you have. It is it is definitely true that Josh Allen is not an optimal NFL quarterback. If you were building a quarterback from the ground up, you would not build Josh Allen. If your favorite team had Josh Allen, I don't know how you would feel. I think you would probably feel better about having Josh Allen than having Mitch Trubisky, Andy Dalton. Josh mm. Rosen. I, I think that you could say confidently you'd rather have Josh Allen than those guys. Mm. But would you rather have Josh Allen than Jameis Winston? Would you rather have Josh Allen than Sam Darnold? 
-hmm. I think probably not. I, I think that he's kind of in that range where he's just a coin flip quarterback and you don't know what you're going to get on any given day. Mm -hmm. He is a really talented rusher. You know, we saw that yep. on that first drive. I think it was a 46 yard run that he had. And, uh, you know, he ran out of the backfield and caught that pass as well. But that was more on John Brown than it mm -hmm. was on him. But in this game, you also saw some of the things that just make you think, well, we're never winning a championship with this guy. He had the pick six that J.J. Watt dropped. You know, it was in it was in his hands and he was not able to hold on to it. And then he almost threw another interception, I, I believe, on the next drive to Bradley Roby that mm -hmm. turned into a completion that went through Roby's hands and was turned into a completion. And then, of course, I mean, the lateral play at the end of the game. <laughs> I mean, just you I think that, you know, we, we will watch football for another hundred years and I don't know if we will ever see another quarterback make a decision that mystifying I mean I mean that lateral I there just is no logical thought process behind it at all it's, it is one of the weirdest oddest things mm -hmm. I have ever seen and I've been watching football for literally as long as my memory extends but <laughs> is is Buffalo going to do anything different at quarterback mm -hmm. no I mean Josh Allen is their guy and you can build an offense and a team around him that can, you know, win the AFC East, basically. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, Davis, you know, in terms of what we do for a living, if you ever want to be successful at this, you have to be willing to change your opinion. And I was as critical probably as anybody on Josh Allen coming out. I truly just, I did not see any way he was going to be successful in the NFL, but there... There's obviously a path for it. He gets this team to a ten and six record, and, and you know ten and five with, with really him playing right because he didn't really play week seventeen. He is a, a great rusher, and, and he's kind of like a lesser Cam Newton in a way. There's there's definitely similarities there. the The one thing I wonder is if they can continue to increase the repertoire of skill players around him, how much better this can get because Devin Singletary looks like he could be really really good moving forward, and John Brown this year was a wide receiver one and looked great. Cole Beasley can do some things. You know, how excited are we about Dawson Knox? I'm interested to see how they can grow the skill position group. But I want to ask you uh, about that group, and I'll start with Devin Singletary and the outlook for this guy. 13 carries, 58 yards, six receptions for 76 yards on seven targets. How high can this guy be drafted when we're doing this conversation, you know, eight months from now, whatever it is. Singletary really impressed to close the year when he finally got the, the appropriate workload. It really would not surprise me if Singletary ends up like a back end of the second round pick, very similar to like what Leonard Fournette, uh, carry on Johnson, what those guys were. So if Frank Gore does not return to the team, which I, I think he wouldn't, right? It just, it just seems like we finally got to the point to where Frank Gore just doesn't need to be playing anymore. And maybe he goes and signs somewhere else, or maybe he does return for another year and they give him another, you know, hundred carries for whatever reason. But if Frank Gore leaves, and, you know, we have the Bills coming off of a season where they made the playoffs. They were looking like a pretty good team. We're going to get some good Josh Allen hype pieces over the offseason. You know, we're going to get basically a lot of reporting about, you know, how Josh Allen has worked on his accuracy and his decision making and the offense. You know, it's ready to hum. And, you know, maybe they draft a wide receiver. Actually, I would I would expect 
we have a pretty loaded wide receiver draft class. Yes. And maybe we'll talk about that a little bit in the second half of the show. But mm-hmm. this is this seems like a very good wide receiver draft class. And wide receiver does seem like a pretty clear need for the Buffalo Bills, given that in this must-win playoff game, they were giving targets to Duke Williams, who really was not a part of their offense mm-hmm. this year and was at this time last year, you know, on a Canadian Football League roster. So, you know, maybe maybe Duke not the, uh, the best guy to be giving targets to in a playoff game. But, yeah. I mean, I, I think that Dev Singletary, like I might, I might project him for, you know, when I get down to do my stuff for next year, I, I could see a projection of, you know, 220 carries with 60 to 80 targets, actually kind of very similar to like a James Conner level production from this year, not from last season, but you know, when he's in there, he's the primary back. He's going to share work with a couple other guys here or there, but he should be the main guy. And if he stays healthy and the bills are able to not just crater on Mm -hmm. offense next year, he still might even be a value late in the second round. Yeah, and I think there's something to be said. We we see it in Baltimore of being the running back next to a rushing quarterback. It forces the defense to account for it. And there's obviously the battle of with an uptick in carries, the efficiency will, will go down. And obviously, you know, people have to be smart enough to know. Like he averaged four point five yards per carry in this game. I think he was maybe second in terms of if you cut, you know, the cutoff point of yards per carry behind like Lamar on the season. That'll obviously decrease, but you get that boost uh, in in you know obviously yards what about John Brown like is this is this going to be something that that he can repeat next year does it depend if they do strengthen up the wide receiver core and then he doesn't become such a clear cut number 1 what's the outlook for John Brown So John Brown was a great value this last year where you could draft him and use him as a wide receiver three, wide receiver four. You didn't have to start him, you know, when they had tough matchups against Patriots um, and in other spots like that. However, he's almost certainly going to be overvalued next year. There's just there's no way that John Brown on this low volume passing offense, he just can't justify being a fourth, fifth, sixth round draft pick. And I feel quite certain that that is where he is going to go next year because also you got to remember, People love John Brown. John Brown is a fantastic player. People remember those amazing, that well, not those amazing seasons, that one amazing year in Arizona with Carson Palmer and David Johnson and Larry Fitzgerald when Arizona looked like world beaters on offense. And I think that Buffalo is definitely a pretty clear candidate to regress because, you know, very much, you know, actually a lot like the Bears last year, a ton of their strength is based on how oppressive their defense was this year. Mm. And it's just hard to repeat that defensive performance year over year it really when when you're looking for examples of defense uh you know repeating you know top five seasons year over year the the list of examples you can find is very thin and it would not surprise me if buffalo was an example of one of those teams that you know they dropped to eight and eight and the offense is not quite as effective the defense is not quite as effective and all of their players who had really good efficiency in 2018 or 2019 rather just take a big step back in efficiency in 2020 uh, talk to me on Dawson Knox quickly before we wrap up uh, the Bills and any other closing thoughts you want you want to put in there, and then we'll hit the Texans on the other side coming up on the break. But what do you think about Dawson Knox? Life for this guy next year in the tight end one, you know, the back end of it maybe? So it's sort of interesting because Dawson Knox was a guy who I basically was writing off before the draft. He literally did not catch a touchdown at mm-hmm. Ole Miss. So he he literally scored more touchdowns as a rookie in the NFL than he did as a player in college at all. The whole time he was there and 
I think the the cool thing for Dawson Knox is the the Buffalo offense uses the tight end. They're throwing passes to mm-hmm. Tommy Sweeney and Lee Smith. Like they need a tight end. So if Knox becomes an every down player next year, he might have like very sneaky like top five tight end upside just because so few tight ends actually mm-hmm. see the field all that much. And, and you know it's funny, Davis. You talk about right his production in college. Like people are going to look back on that Ole Miss team. I think the quarterback was Jordan Tamu. They had Knox. A.J. Brown, D.K. Metcalf, and Demarcus Lodge was a threat to take the top off of defense. I'm, like, oddly familiar with that Ole Miss team because they called themselves, like, NWO Nasty Wideouts, and I was like, yeah, this is awesome. Um, But, like, obviously it didn't amount to anything. Like, there was, like, a weird amount of receiving talent that that Ole Miss Rebels team uh, had. All right, we're hitting the break here. We come back. Pro Football Rewind. We move on to the Houston Texans, who are still alive here in the NFL playoffs. Keep it right here on Pro Football Rewind. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? My first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to do That's my That's my dance, <laughs> Hey guys, it's Ray from the Bobby Bone Show here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Let's go! Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain from the road to the hills to the trails all over. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander, with three spacious rows of seating, up to eight passengers, yeah. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer, check out amazing national sales event deals on RAV4s, Highlanders, and more. Visit buyatoyota.com, that's buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Does sleeping hot keep you up at night? Meet the Lisa Chill Collection. These cooling mattresses work like magic with a cool-to-the-touch cover, zoned springs, and comfy foam layers. Say goodbye to restless nights and wake up refreshed. Lisa's Chill Mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers that whisk away heat, so you always sleep just right. These hybrids blend up to 1,032 breathable springs and plush foams for the ultimate cooling and comfort. And the Chill Collection doesn't just feel great, it looks great, too with thoughtful design and pillowy quilt tops. No matter your budget, Lisa has a chill mattress for you. For a limited time, save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows. iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com forward slash iHeart. 
With Lisa, your purchase has purpose. Every year, Lisa donates thousands of mattresses to those in need. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. All right, right back here, Pro Football Rewind. Kevin Walsh and Davis Maddock breaking down uh, what we got from the AFC uh, wild card first uh, matchup that we saw between the Texans and the Bills. We've covered the Bills. Uh, let's move over to the Texans. This team is still alive. Uh, we're, we're actually seeing them have the furthest odds to win the Super Bowl despite being the four seed, despite not having to play the one seed uh, Ravens. The Titans have actually jumped them. People not super high on this team, Davis, and uh, look, I'm not sitting here saying that they're going to be beating the Chiefs, but I think Deshaun Watson showed in this football game he's, you know, entering a tier of quarterback that you say he's got a chance against any team he plays against. He does have a chance, but come on, man, no, no, one's, <laughs> no one's beating the Chiefs. I, I actually, I actually think for for what it's worth, and you know, my opinion, of course, you know, I I get things wrong the same mm-hmm. that anyone gets things wrong, but I actually think that. The data that is used both to create lines, you know, that sports books are using and that people use to wager on these games, you know, that we're, we're talking, you know, the, the biggest sports betting syndicates in the world that shape a lot of these lines and shape a lot of these markets. I think it is a little bit flawed for this Kansas City Chiefs team because a lot of that stuff is related to yards per play. And the Chiefs have not been their their full team really at all this year. You know, if we're looking at games where Damian Williams started and Patrick Mahomes started and Tyreek Hill started, I, I literally think that it, we're looking at, at week 16 and that's it. That is the only time where they've had, you know, their starting offense from the entire preseason altogether. And the defense over the second half of the season, you know, went from being this like laughably bad rushing defense while being an okay passing defense to being, uh, you know, basically an average run defense, you know, no, no, not able to differentiate it from any other team, but you know, one of the five best passing defenses in the NFL. So yes, the Ravens should be the favorite, but you know, if you were able to, you know, I, some people listening to this, watching this, they have different sports books. Maybe they have a local bookie, maybe FanDuel or DraftKings is running a promotion where they're from. If you can get the chiefs at like double the odds of the Ravens, I, I, I kind of like that because yeah, I, I do think that the markets are a little bit low on Kansas city. And there's always the buyback opportunity, right? If those two teams inevitably, what it feels like inevitably meet next uh, or the, the you know the following week you can probably buy back on the Ravens cuz I don't think the spread uh would be all that high talk to me on the Texans uh, the Texans though how they performed this week for fantasy but also you know the outlook in any fantasy contest that people will be playing in next week and how they should approach the Texans against this Chiefs team 
So the Texans actually are really interesting. So in some of these postseason contests, uh, you know, other than, you know, the the FanDuel and DraftKings stuff that we're always playing, uh, you know, the the NFC, the, the high stakes fantasy football contest has a game where uh, you, you sub players out after each given week, you know, as teams are eliminated. But every week that a player is left in your lineup, their score multiplies. And I think that the Houston Texans are a really interesting team to think about that with, you know, getting this game against the Chiefs. So maybe you got lucky and, you know, maybe you your Texans player was Deshaun Watson and you're thinking, okay, Watson had this really great game. You know, the two touchdowns, 55 rushing yards was, was I believe, the highest scoring. Yeah, actually, I know he was the highest uh, fantasy scoring quarterback of the week. But do you want to sub him out for Lamar or do you take the multiplied points? Like, I, I think that's uh, just a really interesting mm. discussion there because, you know, Lamar obviously is much more likely to end up in the Super Bowl and get the three-way multiplier. But Watson is probably with the multiplied points this week. I mean, he's probably going to get you 35 points kind of as a minimum. Uh, the, the biggest thing I saw with the Texans, though, was they just looked so bad in the first half. I, I tweeted during the game, like I just, I, and I bet on Houston and I just thought there's no way they win this game. They, mm-hmm. they punted from, they punted in this game from the 37 yard line of the <laughs> Buffalo bills, which just like, I mean, what's even the point? Like, like literally what is even the point of doing that? Like, and when teams do that, I really just feel like they're waving the white flag. Like they just want to give up basically. And, uh, yeah, basically the credit for this game to me, it's got to go to Deshaun Watson. I, that, that final play. I mean, have you ever, have you ever seen a quarterback take a double hit like that Mm -hmm. roll out, like still under duress? Like people realize like, Okay, he misses the two hits, but guys are still coming at him. He makes that throw to Taiwan Jones with people still in his face. And it just I I don't I cannot I don't even have the words to say mm-hmm. how great that play was by Deshaun Watson. Yeah, I there's no possible way that someone could overstate that. It it is one of the more impressive plays that you will ever see a player make in football. And, um, it, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, I tend to agree with you, right? Look, if, I'm, if I was playing Texas and Chiefs on the money line, um, I, you know, I'm expecting the Chiefs to win that game. I think the number could be high, uh, and we can talk about that a little bit. But I am I, – I definitely do think that Watson gives this team credibility. The one thing I want to ask you about, and I know it's up in the air, and if anything, it's leaning towards uh, out for Will Fuller, but – how he could potentially change the game if he plays against the Chiefs. Well, Will Fuller is, he's definitely one of those guys that has huge, you know, quote unquote on off splits. And this is something that we more talk about with, you know, NBA, with hockey in terms of analytics and on off stuff. But in as we are in the fledgling era, you know, the very beginning of analytics in terms of the NFL, one of the things that we've found is that players like Will Fuller, who just create a ton of space because the defense feels the need to not only dedicate one cornerback to following them deep into the secondary, but generally they shade a safety over to Will Fuller's side and they have a safety run with Fuller back behind the defense. You know, they don't just leave the cornerback there on an island. What we found is that those guys create huge splits in terms of adjusted yards per pass attempt when they're on the field Mm -hmm. versus when they are off the field. And I think we saw a ton of that against the Bills with DeAndre Hopkins in the slot in that first half against Buffalo. They couldn't do anything on offense. They were were horrible. I I, I think that they had uh, like 
15 total yards of offense or something like that in the first half. They just look listless. Mm -hmm. They couldn't gain any first downs. They couldn't generate any points. It was, it was a horrible offensive performance. And now if Will Fuller is able to be back against Kansas City, that's going to make a massive difference. And he was actually out on the field playing catch with Deshaun Watson before the Bills game. There was some thought that he was maybe going to find a way to come back and be active in that game. Ended up mm -hmm. not being able to do so. But I, I think I Will Fuller is a guy that I would say him being active or inactive to me, that's like that's got to be worth like a full point. Like mm. him, him being active or inactive, I think should matter like literally like a full point in that Chiefs uh, Texans game. So would you then, and I don't know, like I personally, I like to wait till day of because I'd just rather find out that everybody's there. W would you ever like jump the line because you maybe feel like, okay, Fuller will be there and this is a mistake, or do you usually then you wait for that news to come down? I try and bet NFL games now while you, mm -hmm. while you and I are doing this because, and if, you know, the NFL markets, they're just so sharp. Like these lines get released by the market-making books and those lines get hammered. And then uh, when the, those books make their limits a little bit higher, uh, that'll generally happen on Monday and Tuesday, you'll see those lines get hit again. So for example, what like talking about this, the um, Baltimore-Tennessee line has actually already moved a half point. It mm. opened at nine and a half, and now it's already at 10. So like th those, and, and that's going to add up. I actually, I would imagine that that line gets to 10 and a half. Certainly would not surprise me if it mm -hmm. did. And uh, so I, I think trying this is a actually great advice for everyone listening to this or watching this right now. You should try and bet NFL games early in the week. Yeah. You know what? Sometimes you're going to get hit with a scenario where, oh, I didn't know this guy was going to be out. Mm -hmm. Oh, you know, these guys are resting. Oh, this happened. This happened. But, you know, really NFL betting because the markets are so efficient. If you're going to be betting spreads and money lines for big NFL games. You know, we're talking about lines that are getting literally billions of dollars from all over the world poured into them. You need to be trying to bet them early because that closing number on a Sunday is going to be so efficient that like you really have to be one of the best in the world to beat Sunday closing lines. Yeah, or, or you have to be lucky. And I, and I guess the other thing is, right, like say if you really wanted to wait for the status of a player or if something crazy pops up, usually the opportunity to buy out is there. And maybe you'll lose a little bit on juice, uh, but maybe it also wouldn't be something that, that moves you so far off your position. And things could also always go the other way. Like the line movement could be in your favor potentially. So I do think that's great stuff there. I want to ask you about the run game quickly with the Texans because the narrative against this Chiefs team for a while now, right, is no run defense. As a whole, their defense has been playing so much better, right? especially relative to what they were doing last year. Can Hyde and Duke Johnson have a, a big impact on this game, or is this, you know, revitalized Chiefs defense absolutely for real? Well, they did have a they did have a big impact on the game the first time that the two teams played. Mm -hmm. uh, I I think that the best game plan for Houston uh, winning this game is actually using a ton of Kenny Stills, basically basically you know using Darren Fells as a wide receiver as opposed to a tight end, and instead of running the ball, just a ton of quick passing. You know, make Tyron Mathau get away from like that position that he's so great at, which is just kind of that roaming ball hawk. He's really been one of the best safeties in the NFL this year and, you know, make the cornerbacks uncomfortable, just put Kansas city in uncomfortable positions all mm -hmm. game long on defense and, and make them scared to blitz. 
you know, make them afraid to bring six guys, make them afraid to bring five guys. And that'll actually make things a lot easier for Deshaun Watson, too, because the Houston Texans offensive line, not very good. And we saw that a ton in the Buffalo game. Basically, if no one was coming open right away for Houston, he just was running for his life. He was running left. He was running right. He was taking a ton of sacks. And, you know, it's re- it's Bill O'Brien's job to make Deshaun Watson's life easier. And that should be his the, the priority in the game plan. And also probably more Duke Johnson, you know, really mm. just using Duke Johnson as a slot wide receiver, using him in the flats. Like that is, I think, the, the way that they're able to beat Kansas City. If there's more time on the back end of the show, we'll hit, you know, the fantasy approach to the Chiefs. Um, but, you know, because also, you know, want to recap everything with Dave. I want to ask you if you have played this game already, whether it be, uh, you know, spread or total. Have you played Texans Chiefs yet? Uh, I have not because I actually think this is a situation where that the line is is too big. And I'm never voting. I'm never voting. I'm never betting against the Chiefs. I I love the Chiefs. I love Patrick Mahomes. I I just I just won't bet against them. So I'm not touching this one yet. Yeah. All right. Good stuff. We come back and we will talk about Titans Patriots and the potential end of a dynasty. Keep it here. Pro Football Rewind rolls on. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano. And we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my game. That's my game, <laughs> Hey, Doug Gottlieb here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making the now perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck, like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines the raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. With the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower further than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma delivering trail dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true with new available tech. This legendary truck is getting even better. When you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out the amazing national sales event deals. When you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota let's go places. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep experts. Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. 
Check out Lisa Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. All right, we are back here, Pro Football Rewind, and it's time to move over to the Patriots and the Titans game that uh, closed up the AFC portion of the wild card round. And, you know, Davis, this is the hilarious thing about this, right? If, you know, coming into the year, if I would have told you that the Pats had to play on wild card weekend and were at home and lost to Ryan Tannehill and the Titans, you're like, that's, that's not a thing. There's no way that happened. There's a lot of people, and I believe yourself included, who are not all too surprised that the Titans won this football game. So I bet on the Patriots on this game. I did not bet them on the the four and a half points. I actually think it got to five and a half by closing line, but I did bet the money line. And my thinking was pretty much about as elementary as it gets, which is just Mm. this is not all going to end at the hands of Ryan Tannehill. You know, six, six Super Bowl rings, nine Super Bowl appearances, basically the best quarterback head coaching run that the NFL is ever going to see. We'll never see anything like Tom Brady and Bill Belichick ever again and you know I my thought was they're they're gonna lose in the next round to the Baltimore Ravens or to the Kansas City Chiefs and that's just that is just as simple as it gets and you know that that's not what happened because mm-hmm. Bill Belichick called a horrible game Tom Brady had a very average game Sony Michelle had a bad game and the defense base more or less did their job. You know, they held the opposing offense to 14 points. The last points that the Tennessee offense scored was at the very end of the second quarter. So the Tennessee offense did not score any points for an entire half, mm-hmm. but neither did the New England Patriots. Tom Brady, Julian Edelman, you know, Ben Watson, no one came to the rescue. And I think uh, obviously they had a complete lack of talent on offense, but of, I think a fair amount of this blame has to be levied at Bill Belichick as well. So this is the interesting thing about it, right? Because there's the the Patriots are all, it's incredible. Like they get credit and they, they deserve it. But for the simplest things in football, like the value of scoring before half closes and at the open of the second half is such an obviously good thing, but it's like the Patriots thing. Oh, the Patriots eliminate your best player. Like wouldn't everybody like to do that? And you know, there were people saying, like, look, you know, Belichick entered this game saying, I'm eliminating A.J. Brown, and he did that, but unfortunately, Henry ripped him apart. And, like, even if you want me to concede that that was his plan entering, certainly by half, he would have been like, oh, dear God, 
Like, this isn't about Tannehill right now. This is about Derrick Henry. Like, is, is it as simple as, like, Henry is actually maybe one of the five best running backs in football? Like, the offensive line was too good. Like, how could Belichick at no point figure out how to stop Derrick Henry from carving them up? I kind of think that that was the game plan. I kind of think that what the Patriots wanted to do was, you know, not bite on the play action. They wanted to play two high safeties, which they did for a ton of this game. They certainly did not want to give up a 90-yard touchdown to A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown had one catch for four yards in this game. Ryan Tannehill had 72 yards passing. So, you know, the the we think that the Titans had this crazy good offensive performance. They didn't even gain 300 total yards on offense. The problem was you can give up 180 yards and two touchdowns to Derrick Henry. You just have to be able to just be 5% better than that on the other side of the ball, and they were not capable of doing it. Now, was Derrick Henry incredible in this game? Of course, yeah, he was he he was amazing. He was unreal in this game, and I think that basically anytime you have a play which was just Derrick Henry running the ball to the left tackle or to the right tackle, you can run that play and get five yards anytime you want. That is huge because that mm-hmm. just means that your offense is pretty much always going to be in a comfortable down and distance. And while the Titans offense was just bad in the second half, it didn't really matter because they never felt threatened. They never had their backs put behind the wall. And and the only time they did, the only time that they felt threatened at all was in that two minute drill where Derrick Henry had 75 straight yards and capped off the drive with a touchdown. So yes, Henry was phenomenal. No, I don't think that he changes the whole calculus of like how much running backs matter. And no, I don't <laughs> think that it's going to make them beat the Ravens in the next round or running anything backs like matter, that. Pay running but backs. All yeah, that I, stuff. I would love. Yeah, I, I would just love to give, I will give the credit to Derrick Henry and say, you know, he did not change the whole calculus of what goes on in the NFL. Mm-hmm. No, I, I think that that's spot on. And, and the funny thing is, is as much as, it, and you alluded to it, right? Like, Derrick Henry was incredible. The Titans offense scored 14 points. They scored the opening drive. They scored right before half. This was not some banner performance from this football team. The Patriots offense was what it pretty much was all year, stuck in the mud, unimpressive, uninspiring. Julian Edelman had a big drop in terms of the passing game. Not great. Found a way to get in on an end around. And, you know, for fantasy players, maybe that was enough for you. Sony Michelle was... Was fine, but he, you know, again, it, it wasn't spectacular. And Brady, twenty for thirty-seven, two hundred and nine yards and a pick. By my estimation, and I think by anyone's estimation, that's not good. Point blank, period. What's the outlook moving forward? I, I, you know, we're genuinely now at the point where it is not crazy or a hot take to talk about Brady playing in a different uniform. Yeah, I don't think it's a hot take at all to talk about Brady playing in a different uniform. In fact, I think at this point, it's probably more likely than not that he is on a different team next year. I think that certainly he could play for Chicago. Certainly he could play for Tampa Bay. I think the Los Angeles Chargers might be looking for a different quarterback. There are, I mean, what about what about this scenario? What about Cincinnati drafts Joe Burrow and they don't want him to start right away while they have a bad offensive line and they get one year of Tom Brady? Or what about the Miami Dolphins? They think that their roster is better, but they miss out on Burrow, so they want a year. Like, there are tons mm. of teams that would take you know the the one last show mm-hmm. from Tom Brady and I, I I think it's in play let me ask you you're a Cowboys fan I threw this out yesterday and I'm not trying to go galaxy brain on the whole thing and and I'll say this right from the forefront this is not me being an Eagles fan I, Dak is currently better than Brady but it's Jerry 
He is crazy. It maybe is an out for them not to have to pay Dak. Who knows? The you know the head coach position is up for grabs. Maybe McDaniel's wants to be paired with him in Dallas. Like I'm just. Do you think Jerry would actually entertain this if Tom was open to the idea of Dallas, and then they would move on from Dak? I just think that with uh, Jason Garrett leaving, I think that they're probably going to try to go in just a different direction as an organization and get away a little bit from the Jerry Jones classic move, which is just, Mm. you know, do something to splash out, right? Do something, Mm -hmm. do something to, you know, make people talk about the Dallas Cowboys to get them in the headlines. And, you know, I think that the more likely scenario in terms of how they choose to dole out money is them not paying Amari Cooper and doing something else at wide receiver. You know, I, I'm mm-hmm. not exactly sure who all of the best free agent wide receivers are right now, but I, I'm pretty positive that they will be in the market for a free agent wide receiver this year if they choose to let Amari Cooper go. But I mean, would I, would I hate a year of uh, Tom Brady in Dallas? Yeah, I would hate that. I, I think that they <laughs> should just go with Dak. I think that it's it's much more likely that he goes to a team that, uh, you know, just just does not have a, a young quarterback that they like on the roster right now. And Miami is maybe the most fascinating storyline because then we're guaranteed two matchups of Brady versus Bill. And let's be honest here. That's kind of what some of this is about. I, I believe it at least. And I, I don't you know, I, I believe that to a degree, both of them would love to prove that they didn't need the other. And there's no better way to prove that with the division on the line, right? Bill's dominated the division, but Brady's dominated the division. If he stayed in division, uh, sign me up for that. That would be a blast. And you mentioned we could talk about the receivers. Like, If we have enough time, we could even talk about you know your views on the quarterback class. But I also wanted to ask you, with the Patriots team, the fantasy outlook for, for next year, and it's fine if there's too much up in the air to really speculate, but... I don't know who there is to be inspired by. You know, the one guy whose name is popping off to me is Sony Michelle because there is talent there at the minimum as a runner. But the Patriots, I feel like, are just too volatile to where we will not see him drafted as highly as he was, you know, this next time around. I think I think that's definitely true. You know, the, the, because so much of that Patriots mystique is going to be gone if Tom Brady is gone. You know, if Jared Stidham is the quarterback of the New England Patriots next year, or who even knows? I mean, you know, who if Tom Brady is not the quarterback of the Patriots next year, who could possibly even be the the quarterback of that organization next year? I I, I would love to speculate wildly, but I don't even know the direction really that they would go immediately at at quarterback. So that's kind of fun to think about. But Michelle is going to be, you know, he's going to go in that eighth, ninth, tenth round range where it's it's just all guys that you really have to talk yourself into. He did not develop at all as a pass catcher in New England this year. And outside of that three touchdown game against the Jets, he was, you know, pretty much markedly worse this year than he was as a rookie with New England. And, and so much of that is related to the four team performance. And actually, you know, it's funny, right? If it's not Brady who... And I saw someone throw this out. I don't even remember who it was on Twitter. But, like, if Belichick then gets to go with a new quarterback, like, he might go all the way the other direction. Might try and see if he can find his own version of a Lamar Jackson. Which, by the way, is a very, very difficult position to put yourself in because there are not many Lamar Jacksons, if any, uh, walking this earth. The dude is a freak. But, you know, it's actually maybe even more interesting than trying to figure out, like, who or where Brady lands is who would Bill trust to give the reins to this team to? 
I, you know, I, I don't know who would take the reins. The guy whose name that came to off to me, like right off the top of the head, when I started thinking about this was actually the guy who might get the reins in for the chargers next year is Tyrod Taylor. Like he mm. feels like a guy that if he was a free agent, this year, wouldn't Bill be so good with a quarterback like Tyrod, who, you know, doesn't have great physical tools, is not great, you know, throwing the ball down the field, but is very smart. You know, Tyrod basically is historically good at not turning the ball over, basically the opposite of like a Josh Allen, Jameis Winston style player. And, uh, you know, he's, is I think, pretty intelligent. You know, I think Tyrod mm -hmm. is an intelligent football player, and he feels like a guy who could come in listen to everything that Belichick and McDaniels have to teach and go and lead them to a 10 and six season yeah. very easily. And also it gives Bill an excuse to spend the whole off season watching Lamar Jackson tape, which he's going to be doing anyway, but now he gets to do it to implement it into his own offense. I I'll ask you even in terms of the draft, like is there a quarterback that you think you could see Bill wanting to attach his wagon to from Herbert. I, I mean, Jalen hurts. I know created some buzz and then the close to the year was nowhere near as special burrow won't be there he's a bangle in my opinion already like what is is there a quarterback in this draft that you could see bill being like yeah that's it that's me so you know what again this is so weird i'm actually i'm gonna go back we're gonna go down to the third string chargers quarterback but i first of all no i i think that all of the quarterbacks in this class after joe burrow are and this includes Tua, by the way i think all of these guys are pretty risky i definitely can't see bill spending a first round or second round pick on a quarterback after looking at how bad his offense is and at looking at the spots that they have to replace on defense and saying okay the first thing we got to do is quarterback with these picks so i i think that easton stick a, a very developmental quarterback mm. now obviously they're not trading a fifth round pick or whatever for easton stick but that i think is the direction that the patriots are going to start to go in if bill belichick stays in this job is just they're going to start taking shots at developmental quarterbacks and if brady leaves i would it would not surprise me if three different free agent quarterbacks start for the patriots over the next three years i wow. i just i don't think they're going to spend big money on that position position or or spend a ton of draft capital until it's a guy that Belichick you just loves basically man I tell you what like it just popped in my head but like give him cam like I'm personally a Cam Newton fan like I would yes oh that man. would be that, how great would that be mm -hmm. I'd be all in I would be all in and fantasy wise too then like yeah I mean the only like cam's got to stay healthy but genuinely like Davis I've just wanted him to kind of get a year off to reset and that's kind of it's essentially what he got this year to play two games i think it was maybe three um yeah now i'm gonna i wow cam in new england that'd be fun stuff all right quick break here pro football rewind we're gonna start breaking down the titans and their matchup with the ravens here on pro football rewind What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. 
Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my dance, <laughs> Hey, guys. It's Rich Davis from Covino & Rich here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance or any terrain from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew could stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you could sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter what your style, you could drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Does sleeping hot keep you up at night? Meet the Lisa Chill Collection. These cooling mattresses work like magic with a cool-to-the-touch cover, zoned springs, and comfy foam layers. Say goodbye to restless nights and wake up refreshed. Lisa's Chill Mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers that whisk away heat, so you always sleep just right. These hybrids blend up to 1,032 breathable springs and plush foams for the ultimate cooling and comfort. And the Chill Collection doesn't just feel great, it looks great, too with thoughtful design and pillowy quilt tops. No matter your budget, Lisa has a chill mattress for you. For a limited time, save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows. iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com forward slash iHeart. With Lisa, your purchase has purpose. Every year, Lisa donates thousands of mattresses to those in need. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash dunk to learn more. All right, we are back. Pro Football Rewind. It is a uh, it is a brief segment here, then a quick reset, and then we're right back uh, into things. And uh, let's let's talk a little bit about the Titans and and how much life you give this team, uh, Davis, next week. I feel like there there's there's two schools of thought. They won with Ryan Tannehill throwing for seventy two yards. There's no way that repeats. Or they won in spite of Ryan Tannehill throwing for only seventy two yards. This team is alive next week. Well, I mean, personally, I think that they won because the Patriots basically played their worst game that they've played in the playoffs of the last decade. Mm -hmm. Bill Belichick punted five times, including uh, three times from the 50-yard line or worse. Or worse, he punted from uh, like the Titans territory. So that's really about as bad as it gets. And then there was also the sequence at the end of the second or the first half where they went for it. Uh, they 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 ran on the goal line three times, didn't try and spread out, didn't try and pass the ball at all. 
And then they kicked the field goal instead of going for it on fourth and short. And that basically swung the game. If they score a touchdown right there, or even if they don't, even if they don't score a touchdown right there, but they force Tennessee to go 99 yards, which, uh, you know, that that's hard to do. It's hard to go 99 yards. And I, basically, they, they lost the game right there. Yeah, talk to me, though, fantasy-wise. Who do you think you're going to be targeting next week for this team uh, as they head into Baltimore? Really, I think the only guy that I'm interested in for fantasy for them in in these DFS contests is going to be A.J. Brown, mm-hmm. uh, because I, I do not think that Derrick Henry is going to have near as much success on the ground. I mean, maybe, maybe I, I've said that. Certainly, I've said that before plenty of times, and uh, you know, it's ended up being not true as Derrick Henry has just run, ran roughshod all over the NFL, but... Uh, I, I, I think that their ownership percentages are going to get pretty inflated against a very good Baltimore defense mm. that it's going to put, they're going to be in uncomfortable positions all game long because no team has been better about building leads instantaneously than the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah. Buy low spot for AJ Brown could be out there. Uh, one last thing in terms of Henry for next year's rankings, like, do you, do you, do you, you know, you forcing your hand here. You got to put him at least Top eight, top 10, or do you just try and trade for him in like, you know, the winter right before he breaks out again? Yeah, I, I mean, I think I think that uh, A.J. Brown is a guy that is a sell high right now, but only because you could just get the world mm-hmm. for him. Uh, all right, we're going to take a, a quick break, and then we'll be right back. We can talk a little bit more about this Titans football team and then start to break down the NFC. Keep it here. Pro Football Rewind on the grid. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus, check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head & Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details you deserve to treat yourself so turn your tax refund into a u-fund and give yourself a straight talk wireless extended silver unlimited plan and get a new samsung galaxy a14 on them you can get a great everyday value on wireless with straight talks unlimited plan starting at 25 dollars a line per month for four lines you'll save so much you'll be enjoying that refund all year long it's the refund that keeps on refunding find straight talk at straighttalk.com or at your local walmart store Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk Extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. 